From as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a comedian. Oh, yeah. Can you feel it? Can you taste it? Listen, Montreal is a gumbo. It is a vibrant, simmering comedy gumbo. There's, of course, Italian flavors. There's French flavors. But this week, we're going something a little bit different. The Italian bad boys of comedy are back, but it's the Latin invasion taking over Montreal's Plaza Vogue, March 2nd. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. All right, you're listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm, of course, Dean Young, and the Italian bad boys of comedy is coming back to Montreal with a bit of a different twist this time. It's the Latin invasion taking over the Plaza Vogue on Saturday, March 2nd. Uh, On the line right now, coming up, we have Daniel Toronto, who, of course, uh, came up on the Montreal comedy scene, which we're going to talk about the differences between that and New York City, where he's based now. Uh, Daniel's appeared on the world-famous Just for Laughs Festival, Halifax Comedy Fest, Atlanta's Laughing Skull Fest, and, of course, New York City's own Gotham Comedy Live. How are you doing, Daniel? Hey, how are you guys? Good, good. So, I first thing I want to get out of the way, this is kind of like a fluff, superfluous question, but I have to... People want to know the answer to this, Daniel. Let's settle an old blood feud right off the top. Who has bagels. the better bagels? Yes. I knew it. I, I And I say it. bagels because I have like a Fargo accent. <laughs> Montreal, New York, you've tasted both. You know, you grew up with one. What, what's better? You, you Only uh, you know. No, it's not only I know. It's really <laughs> a question, question of preferences. But uh, I, people are going to hate me for saying this, but I'm, I'm going to have to go with New York bagels. Whoa. With New York. Okay. Yeah. And I uh, apologize. I know a lot of people would, will disagree with me, but uh, yeah, they're just they, especially the everything bagels. Forget about it. You know, I can't even compete. You even said forget about it, so you really have. Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> I'm still in Montreal. Though. I still love Montreal. Yeah. bagels. You have to like you know? sell up how you're still a Montreal boy before you go back home. I, I am hey, curious. Man, we don't even have the expos anymore, so. Ah, oh, that's true. I mean, yeah, that's true. All right, well, you've made your decision now, so you can't go back on that now. I do want to ask, though, coming up in a city like Montreal, I mean, Montreal is really world famous because of the festival, because of Just for Laughs, of course, but just in general as sort of being, you know, this city that breeds comics, right? Like, most of our great Canadian comics through time have sort of either come up in Montreal or, or you know, made their start there in some way or another. But it's also still, Montreal's still a city where you can kind of become a big fish in a small pond. You know, you can kind yeah. of make your own name yeah. there. So for you, going from a place, you know, you, you get all these festival credits, you tour around, you make the move to New York. New York is such a competitive hotbed. It's notorious for that. I mean, it's this stand-up breeding ground. But now all of a sudden you're thrust against, you know, household names. There's It's a city where comics, you know, open mics are paying for stage time. What was it sort of a fresh start for you? Like, did you feel that move of just, oh, I'm kind of, there's a lot more I'm up against now? Yeah, it's just a, it's a completely different league in the sense that, you know, we're dealing with, you know, uh, locally in Montreal, we had maybe 40 to 50 comics. I think the scene is larger now, but I'm talking about like, you know, working comics. Uh, here altogether, there's maybe 3,000 comics. Yeah. Uh, 500, I'd say, who work professionally. Um, maybe 10 comedy clubs. At least 100 rooms where you can work out each week. Um, you know, so it's a, just a completely different playing field. And everyone, I guess, from all over the world comes to New York to 
to go deeper into stand up. Not that you have to. I don't, I, I'm not one of those guys who believes that you have to come to New York to be a better comic. You know, with the internet and everything, we have access to to all sorts of talents. And but it 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 does give you an edge that that it really pushes you against the wall and and tests your limits and and skills. And you're up against the greatest comics, some of the greatest comics in the world. So you 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 develop a very um, uh, a very different act, you know, you kind yeah. of find yourself. And uh, I think it's amazing. It's an amazing city. I love Montreal as well. Great place to start. But uh, but Montreal is a bubble, and so is New York. Uh, you know, it's just a bigger bubble. And then when you get it, you play the, the Midwest, uh, you know, your New York material doesn't necessarily work with middle America. Yeah, true. So, and, yeah. So it's like it's we we kind of think we're the center of the universe when we live here, but we're really not. Um, but you do develop different sets of skills. Um, and which I love, you know, which I, I love. Um, it was a, to me a great decision to be here. And I kind of felt like I hit a ceiling back in Montreal. I had done, you know, just for laughs, both in English and French. Uh, I started headlining as well. I just wanted to get better. I just wanted to go deeper and just be the best comic I can be. And, and I had lived here previously. I had studied acting years ago, and uh, I just loved the city, so I knew I'd be back. I knew I'd be back eventually. So I said I gave it, I gave it a go, and, you know, I think it's the best decision I've made. Well, and that's, to be here. that's the interesting thing about it. I mean, when people, you know, Canadian comics especially listening to this, when they do decide it's time to try and make that move to the States, it's sort of... You know, you do L.A. if you're hoping to be up on stage somewhere and you get spotted by an agent and you want to end up in a bit part in a TV show or in a writer's room or something. New York sort of has that stamp to it where it's like this this is the stand-up mecca. This is where stand-up comics are forged, right? But, of course, for you... Yeah, L.A., there's a lot of, you know, actors who... It's a different scene, you know. It's a lot of actors who want to get stage time. Yeah. Uh, here, there's a lot of not to say there's not there's some great comics in LA, but uh, here you find a lot of purists and people who just want to be miserable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's you, you you have to torture yourself a little bit to to get the hang of it and and be willing to to just fail and fail and fail and be rejected and. And I mean, that's what makes a great comic in a way, right? You need that sort of, you need those wounds. Yeah, you get a really thick skin. And just when you think you're, yeah, your your skin is the thickest, something else happens and you're devastated. And it just it just goes deeper in, in testing your, um, your abilities and what you can endure. We have Daniel Torado on the phone all the way from NYC. He's coming to Montreal. We'll be right back with some Daniel. This is Chris Rada Robson, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. The Italian bad boys of comedy, with a twist, it's the Latin invasion this time. See. See. <laughs> We're going to botch this one. Hitting Montreal March 2nd, of course, right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And uh, coming up on the line, our first guest tonight, we have Daniel Torado on the phone all the way from NYC. He's coming to Montreal. And actually, you know, Montreal crowds, because you do make an interesting point, which is, you know, once you're a comic coming up in Montreal, you sort of make a name, you get to the top of that scene, but there's only a finite amount of shows, of course, and, you know, you do the festival, and then you take that credit and you go. But Montreal Montreal crowds are really known for being this sort of 
cerebral, boisterous, like comedy is part of the culture of that city and it's very much a thing for them to go out and watch comedy and they're very supportive of that. Do you find New York audiences are more just like they cut deeper a little bit, like they're harder to get through to? Um, I don't know. I find Montreal crowds really tough. I find them to be the toughest, to be honest with you. Really? Because it's such a, yeah, it's such a cultural uh, melting pot, you know, that whereas New York, I feel, well, there's a lot of tourists as well as New York. There's like, yeah. there's rooms where you find new, true New Yorkers who, who go out and then the, a lot of them are like a lot of tourist shows, you know, so you're playing for all of America, which is amazing. Um, but Montreal with, you know, the, the cultural difference with French and English, um, there's subtleties that, that just don't work. Um, it, it's, it's tricky. I love playing Montreal, but it, I find with my experience and speaking to a lot of New York comics, a lot of New York comics find it really hard to play in uh, Montreal. It's, uh, it's a different sense of humor, different, uh, sensibilities, uh, Toronto is, is closer to playing New York, you know. Um, yeah, Toronto's like but, New York light. Yeah, we're bougie like that. Yeah. It's like yeah, Alec Baldwin said on, th- uh, his Jack Donaghy character said on 30 Rock, Toronto is just New York without all the things. Right. <laughs> you know? That's, a, that's what it is. It's just a more e- easily accessible, friendlier New York, maybe. But it's right. true, you know, you make a good point because there's people flock to New York from all over the place. And, you know, now with Netflix making stand-up, quote-unquote, cool again, and people are watching comedy again, finally right now, there's sort of this big bubble happening. So people will go to clubs like The Cellar and places like the Carolines, just hoping that whoever could walk on stage at any given time, right? Right. And, you know, and, you know it's, it's, it's incredible. You know, I do shows, and then Seinfeld pops in, and then Jim Gaffigan pops in on the same show. And it's, uh, it, it's cool. It's great. You know, where will that happen? Uh, but in New York or L.A. So, so it, uh, it's magical. It is magical. <laughs> yeah, and I guess there is a starstruck moment, too. It's like, oh, I could be working with any person on this stage on any particular night. For you, I wanted to ask, doing this Latin Invasion show for Italian Bad Boys of Comedy, um, how much does your own background play into to what you do on stage? And like, what, how important is it, do you think, to, to go out and do sort of a... I hate to say, like, ethnically-themed show like this, but I guess that's the best way to put it. I mean, Just for Laughs does program a lot of shows like this as well. Is it, does your background usually play a lot into what you do, or is this just a chance to sort of play around with that? That's uh, a great question. That's a great question. Um, you know, I think comedy's changed a lot, and I think politics had a lot to do with that. You know, ethnic, ethnic humor... For uh, for a while, it was always considered almost like hack humor. You know, it's, yeah. everything's been overdone, and uh, you know, you hear one you know comic talking about his ethnicity, and then you pr- you probably get the same act with you know another comic sharing the same ethnicity. Um, it, it was just kind of overplayed, overdone. It was uh, it wasn't popular anymore. But I feel like there has definitely been a revival of ethnic comedy um, since uh, since the elections. You know, um, there's a, it's a completely different time. But what's fascinating about ethnic humor now, it's not so much about ethnic humor as much as uh, comics who have different ethnicities. And they don't necessarily right. talk about their ethnicities anymore. Uh, you know, I remember Aziz. Aziz Ansari was like the first... Indians that I had ever seen who wouldn't talk about just being Indian. You know, he wouldn't make jokes about his dad or his, you know, his dad having an accent or. Yeah. The old sort of. 
Trump. Yeah, it's just like it, it was just about a dude who's a dude who's being funny, regardless of his ethnicity. And you'd see a lot of that. You see a lot of that here, where you know other comics like Kumail Nanjiani and and um, you know just a, a bunch of them that just it's not necessary to talk about it all the time. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, not those old sort of archetypes. It's more just like I'm a comic who happens to be this, yeah, and here's my viewpoint. Exactly. Yeah, and it's and and there's definitely like a, a a revival, and you know the the white male comedian has uh, has uh, has been kind of dethroned because you know it's it's just uh, which is great. You know, everything has its cycle and everything has its time and. Um, and and everything needs to get balanced. And uh, now with you know with everything going on from building a wall to you know immigration and it's just it creates you know banning Muslims from entering this country. It's like it, it's important to, to for all of us to to be together. And I think comedy is a great way to reunite people and uh, and, and not necessarily focus. I think you segregate more when you when you you separate like ethnicities like it it just doesn't matter anymore you know like i'm polish peruvian my wife is japanese egyptian and we have a kid and, you know and i think that's he's like the future like everyone's gonna end up being brown yeah everyone's yeah. just gonna be mixed that's uh you know i think like 2050 they were they were saying that half of the u.s will be mex like mexicans would be latinos yeah yeah. So it's just, it's kind of inevitable. It's just, it's a matter of time. And the more you, the more you protest or the more you try to focus on, on your own nationality or ethnicity, the more you, you segregate, you know, it's a lot like religion. Yeah, exactly. It's time to sort of blend it all together. Daniel, what a perfect way to say, don't miss the Italian bad boys of comedy, Latin invasion. Yeah, this was not a funny interview, but <laughs> it got really deep, and I think it's cool. I think it's, uh, I think it's important to, to support comedy, and I think everyone needs a laugh now. I think it's, it's a great lineup. I don't know why it's called the Italian Bad Boys Latin Invasion. I told Ralph, I told I just called it like the Latino Bad Boys. Or That's right, yeah. Call it. But everyone's calling me now. I was like, I didn't know you're Italian. I was like, I'm not Italian. Because <laughs> even on the poster, that little Latin invasion is like blurred. Yeah. You don't even see it. You just see like Guido Cocomelo, Gino Durante. You know, it's like, and then and know, the Italian flag. Tirado. Tirado. Yeah, people Tirado, that could sound Italian. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what so, happened when I first looked at this. I was like, which one is not Italian? Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> right. That's right. That, that, that is the Italian way. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Well, Daniel, it could be fun. It could, yeah, exactly. It'll be fun. Maybe you'll touch on Trump and the wall and all that. Maybe you want people have to go and see. That's it. Uh, once again, that's Saturday, March second, at the Plaza Vogue in Montreal. Daniel, thanks again so much, man. Oh, thank you. You guys are awesome. Thanks so much for taking the time to do this. Anytime, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Have a good one. Thanks. Right, bye. We'll be right back with our next guest, Guido Cocomelo, right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, six forty, Toronto. This is Courtney Gilmore, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. That was like a weather girl. <laughs> <laughs> you just got a job. <laughs>
And we're back here on Inside Jokes, right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We, of course, have the Italian bad boys of comedy, Latin Invasion, taking over Montreal's Plaza Vogue on March 2nd. Uh, coming up on the line with us, we have Guido Cocomelo, who, of course, Montreal audiences know and love. Uh, he's appeared at Montreal's world-famous Just for Laughs and Zoo Fest, Boston Comedy Festival. Uh, he was on Sirius XM's Top Comic, and now is living somewhere in beautiful Orange County, California. Is that right, Guido? Yes, sir. Just yes, the land sir. of sexy people going for brunch. That's all it is where you are right now. It's just brunch, mimosas, and uh, bikinis, and, you know, just like you see in the movie. And that's, you know, well, and we're still tra- trapped in this frozen hellhole up here, <laughs> waiting for the you White know, Walkers I, to come. You know, I, I mean, it, it, it's so funny because I see all these posts about how cold it is in Montreal, and sometimes when I speak to my family, it's really, you know, it's really, it, it, it's just funny because, like, it's so cold. I got to start the car an hour before, but and I'm like, listen, I don't have time to talk. I'm putting sunscreen on me. Can I call you back <laughs> after? I'm at the pool with the kids, and and they just hate it. I don't even do it on purpose. It just comes across as so, so you know, I think I'm showing off, but. Uh, I do feel bad for you guys. I do feel bad. Well, for you got—you have to come home. You're coming home for this show on the second. Yes, sir. Which I do want to—I mean, for you, you know, obviously you've worked in the states. You've toured around Canada. Montreal, of course, was was home for you. You made made a following there. I, Italian comedy has like this huge built-in audience in Canada. It's this—it's this whole kind of subgenre in Canada. And Montreal could maybe we could say is the the hub of that, right? I would say. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think Montreal is probably the hub of that because a lot more people, in my opinion, in Montreal still speak Italian. I mean, people in my generation, you know, 40 and younger, a lot of them still speak Italian. So when someone like Joe Vadi, who I think started this whole thing, used to come, used to sell out everywhere. And, and I think the young, uh, everybody understood what he was saying in Italian. Um, and I just feel, uh, you know, not that, you know, people in Toronto, New York, Boston, I think Boston is kind of like Montreal in that aspect, but Toronto, New York, really? me, oh. I feel, oh, oh yeah, Boston, the Italians in Boston still speak. I mean, it's, it's really impressive. Uh, I'm more than New York in my opinion, but I feel like New York and Toronto, since the immigrants, the Italian immigrants went there earlier than Montreal, I feel like the young people don't speak it. You know, they lost, which will happen, you know, soon. Like my kids. Yeah. You know, my kids don't, I don't speak to them Italian, so I'm hoping that I will teach them eventually, but not like, uh, you know, when I was five, I'd speak Italian all the time, you know. Yeah, it was part of your culture growing up. Yeah, exactly. So eventually, we will lose it, you know, everybody's mixing up and everything, so, but uh, Machal is still, I think, the, if you want to do a show only in Italian, uh, I mean, Toronto has higher, uh, you know, uh, more yeah. Italians than Montreal, but Montreal, I think, I think has more Italian speaking. It's, it's the Vatican uh, City of Italian comedy. It is, because in Toronto, <laughs> yeah. it's like everybody's out in the burbs, right? Everybody's yeah, out in the Montreal suburbs. Montreal is and... huge. I mean, I mean, every Italian show that, you know, I mean, even uh, the promoter and the producer, Ralph Butino from, uh, uh, you know, he brings in Italian acts, singers, comics, uh, artists, and it just completely... People really enjoy it and really support it, which is really cool. The Italian community in Montreal, how much they support um, Italian artists. It, well, it's I really was at fun. the uh, the last show in November, and it was a sellout crowd with amazing food. It was an awesome time. So uh, people are going to have a real treat this March. We were talking, well, just about you know the the Italian comedy scene in Montreal, and I guess part of that too is because when you're coming up in Montreal, you're also sort of you know you kind of have to compete, build your own audience up against this built-in massive 
francophone comedy world that's there, right? They have their own entire entertainment industry there, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the francophone entertainment industry is uh, far beyond uh, the English one. They, I mean, they do everything right when it's their TV or movies. I mean, half of them get nominated for Oscars. You know, they just have a star system in place and they have, you know, they promote, you know, their own and, and, you know, their schools for humor in French. And then a lot of them from there will get, you know, writing gigs or acting gigs or or do stand-up. And, um, I mean, even their open mics in the French comedy clubs are packed. Oh, you know, I know, it's yeah. Crazy. Um, English, you know, we have to struggle a bit more, but uh, it's fine. It just, it just gives you that character and, and that grit to, like, um, to survive and then do it anywhere else, you know, which was... With, which was, for me, great training um, to then move here and continue that here in the States. We'll be right back with Guido Cocomelo right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is David Andrew Brandt, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. And we're back here on Inside Jokes, right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We, of course, have the Italian bad boys of comedy, Latin Invasion, taking over Montreal's Plaza Vogue on March 2nd. We have Guido Cocomelo, who, of course, Montreal audiences know and love. You know, here you sort of, you do have that... that Italian comedy audience that comes out and flocks to this stuff because it speaks to them and it's unique to them. For you making that move to the states, d- did your did your voice as a comic have to change a lot to make that transition? Like, are you still doing what you would do here, or did you find that you're sort of like revamping well, that to tap into this new audience? Well, for me, it was different because I started. I mean, when I did comedy, I never started. I was never in Italian comics. I just I started in the regular comedy clubs. Yeah. Um, as, you know, quote-unquote regular comedian, I guess. You know, just <laughs> at the comedy works when it was on with Comedy Nest, and I would just go to the Toronto, Ottawa, Kingston, Absolute Comedy. So I would do uh, just regular comedy, and then when the opportunity came once to do an Italian show, I just, you know, I just wrote new material for the Italian audience. So I never had material for the other audience, uh, like I have two different, let's say, separate shows, one for the Italian audience and one for the regular everywhere else audience, yeah. you know, but now that I'm, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of incorporating more of the Italian stuff, you know, as long as it's not, uh, in Italian, incorporating it more into my own act. Uh, but I usually, but starting off when I did this, I had two separate acts, one for the Italian audience and one for the comedy clubs in uh, North America. Yeah. Yeah, so it really didn't change me coming here. I just stuck to what I always did and to just continue doing that. Yeah, and it's about being broad anyways, right? I mean, everything's about now you want to be a working comic and you want to make that move into the States. Everything's about being sort of accessible to whatever crowd you might end up in front of, right? Yeah, and being I mean, you have to adjust. That. I mean, you have to adjust. If, if, if you want to... If you want to survive in this industry, you have to adjust, whether it's even a simple thing, you know, um, being a bit cleaner because there's just way more audiences out there that will pay for for clean uh, comics. Or, you know, they have, I mean, they have so many themed shows these days, which is great. They have, you know, I mean, we have the Italian show. Now, you know, Ralph's doing the Latin Invasion. Um, March 2nd at the Vogue. <laughs> yeah, so which is great. And the, the comics are so funny on there. One of them is really a good, great friend of mine. Uh, Danny Tirado, I you know I remember him when he was starting, and I it was a few years in when I started. And he was always 
so nice to me, uh, and now he moved to New York, and he's just killing it in New York. And so when I go to New York, I visit him. He's just a great guy, and he's um, man, he he's unbelievable. The, the audiences are gonna just love the show, and um, and Vladimir is. Man, he's, his swagger is off the charts when he does stand-up. I've seen him at Just for Laughs perform live, and um, it's phenomenal. And, of course, my buddy Gino Durante is an energy beast. So, I mean, the whole show is going to be a bit of everything for everyone. I can't, I can't wait. And Ralph always puts on the best shows. I can't wait to come back. Yeah, and it's always sort of this big, loud, it's an event, right? It's not oh, just a stand-up man. show, oh, it's, yeah, an it's an event. And yeah, for you, yeah, actually, uh, before we wrap up here, I was curious. Now you're working in the States. Of course, you came up with all these Italian comics in Canada. Working in the States with a lot of Latin comics. Do you see similarities between Italian comics and Latin comics? I just see, um, no, I, you know, it, it's everybody that talks about, you know, it's mostly talking about how they grew up. Yeah. And, you know, you know, they just replaced, you know, with their, you know, Mexican or or um, uh, El Salvadorian parents compared to us talking about our Italian parents. That's really all it is. It's just us. It's just a different way. But in the end, it's, it's very similar how we were all raised by our parents, whether, you know, you're Latin or you're Italian or even, you know, some Middle Eastern comics that I see. It's, it, it's just fun to see the difference um, of how they were raised. But in the end, it's all the same. Yeah. It's all old school if you don't do this, I kill you. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. That we all grew up with. Uh, I, I don't see a difference. I just see it's just fun to hear another perspective of another culture. Um, and it's just funny. I mean, I just love when they, and, and you know, the accents are hilarious. You, you yeah. can't, I mean, accents to me, if you do it right, there's nothing funnier than a good old accent, you know. Exactly. And it's, yeah, it's that whole upbringing of, well, I gotta, gotta make people laugh. That's my only yeah, way to survive yeah. this. No, it's great. It's great. I really, en- I really enjoy, uh, enjoy the different, um, uh, ethnic, uh, uh, comics and their own perspective of, uh, life and then how they were raised is really, is really fun to listen to. Guido, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to let you enjoy that California sunshine, but we're making you come back to Montreal. March 2nd, of course, at the Plaza I'll Vogue. I'll bring the sun. I'll bring the sun. I <laughs> promise to bring the sun. March 2nd, it'll be sunny all day. I guarantee 15 degrees. That's hard, but I'll, 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 I'll stick to my guarantee. Thank you so much once again, Guido. Uh, don't miss the Latin invasion of the Italian bad boys of comedy, March 2nd at the Vogue. Go see Guido and this uh, this crew of comics that really you aren't going to see together on one stage anywhere else. It's going to be a huge show. Thank you once again. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll talk soon. I appreciate it. All right, later, guys. And we'll be right back with more Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And coming up after the break, we have the one and only Vladimir Kamano. the sock you're listening to inside jokes on 640 which means you should really be examining your choices welcome back to inside jokes right here on global news radio 640 toronto and of course tonight we're talking about the bad boys of italian comedy or italian boys of comedy but more importantly it's the latin invasion taking over montreal's plaza vogue on march 2nd uh on the line we have a comic who uh quite the list of credits here he's done of course montreal's famous just for laughs festival uh new york's live at gotham jimmy kimmel live at midnight all over the place, really. Vladimir Kamano is coming to Montreal. How you doing, man? Hey, what's up, brother? Thank you so much for having me. I got a bit of a, I got a bit of a cold here, so I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little nasally. Yeah, but you know what? You're you're living in L.A. these days, right? Yeah, I live in L.A. these days. You know, I hear uh, auditioning uh, meetings and all that other 
stuff trying to uh, take this thing to the next step, the next level. What's that like, by the way? Because, I mean, you go to L.A., coming from, you know, you could, we were talking earlier in the show, actually, about how, you know, New York is infamously this sort of hotbed for stand-up. So you take those credits, you take that stage time, you take that experience, go to L.A. Do you find it tough now to be like, okay, I'm a stand-up comic versus, you know, you're trying to land as much work as possible. You're trying to spread yourself in as many directions as possible. Um, Dude, there's no... There's no timeline. There's no timeline for this. You know, there's no, there's yeah. no like, uh, you know, A to B to C. There's like, you'll do A, you'll end up in X, then you're back at D, and then you're doing M, and you're constantly going back and forth, and you're constantly, you know, questioning yourself, and you're trying to see if I'm doing the right thing, and you're trying to stay funny, and, uh, you know, it's not, a, it's not a day job where, like, you know, you have a check coming in. That's right. The 15th of the month. This is very much like... Um, you know, you got to stay grounded. You got to keep working. You're your own boss and you got to be nice to people. And um, because, you know, um, this business is also about reputation. If people find out, you know, you're a, not, not good to work with or, you know, you're just not a good creative partner, it'll it'll come back to bite you in the ass. That's right. Or or worse now, you know. <laughs> but it's yeah, true. Exactly. You got to exactly. jump from one of these exactly. things to another. And actually, so you're coming you're coming up to do this Latin Invasion show in Montreal. And I, you know, I and we we're talking to some of the other comics earlier on the show about this. For you, how much of your background and upbringing made you sit back and go, I got to talk about this stuff. I have to be a comedian. There's nothing else I could do with all this. You know, I think we all grow up with this need for, we grow up this need, this need to be loved. You know, we all want to be loved, you know, whether it's uh, acting or comedy or some people, you know, they want to run for office or, you know, they, they become teachers. Is this sense of like, you know, you want to be loved, you want to do something that can leave a legacy and help people out. You want people to say nice things about you at your funeral, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want people to say he was a nice guy and... You know, comedy was that, that vehicle for me. It was like, oh, I, I really enjoy this. Um, my family loves it. And I feel like I can do this at a level that I can leave a legacy. I can have people say good things about me and I can make some good friends along the way. And I could also, you know, it's a good thing when you follow your dreams because you can share that with other people. Because no one, no one doesn't, doesn't not want to follow their dreams. That's you know right. Yeah, just not everybody That's does. Not- that's not a thing. Like yeah. no one, no one does not want to follow what's in their heart. I, that, I, I don't believe in that. So it's a good thing when you do it because you could help other people out. That is some of the most positive stuff I've ever heard from any comedian in years of doing this show oh, and of doing stand-up. That's it. like the more you know, Rainbow, just shot over my head while you're saying that. I w- we need more of that, quite frankly. Uh, and I the do- thing is, dude. The thing is, it sounds it sounds it sounds hacky and cliche. Not you know, at all. Especially coming from New York, like, you know, we're not supposed to talk like that, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I think we need more of that for sure. I do want to ask, too, doing a cro- coming to Montreal to do sort of, it's kind of a crossover show. You know, they do a lot of these big Italian shows in Montreal. You're coming in for this Latin Invasion show. For you, do you see a lot of similarities talking about this stuff between, you know, growing up with Latin American culture versus Italian American culture? Like, do you see a lot of similarities there? Do you relate yeah, yeah, to a lot I, of that? I, I think it's important to understand about a lot of Italians in America is that a lot of them, a lot of them are working class people. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are immigrants. A lot of them grew up in homes where the family all lived together. You know, they're all in the same house. You have the, the mom or the grandmother cooking. And those same coping mechanisms are also present in the Latino community. Yeah. You know, and um, the challenge is that we each wrestle with different, versions in which the media shows us 
you know, Latins are salsa singers and they dance and Italians are gangsters, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think we each wrestle with our respective stereotypes differently. But at the end of the day, um, we have an amazing sense of humor. You know, even Goodfellas, you watch Goodfellas, there's moments of hilarity. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some of that of in this show. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you see that with every immigrant group. You see that with every immigrant group, like just specific nuances that are hilariously funny and that everyone kind of gets because because they're basically just coping mechanisms. They're not they're not like they're not funny per se. They're just they're just ridiculous ways that people uh, adapt to life. Like my father was obsessed with black garbage bags. He would use that for like everything, raincoat, curtain, you know. And um, from the outside, you look at that and you go, this guy's using trash bags. But from an immigrant perspective, you go, oh, that guy's a, that guy's a goddamn genius. Yeah, yeah. Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Inside Jokes, Pants Optional. Now, back to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And of course, tonight we're talking about the bad boys of Italian comedy or Italian boys of comedy. But more importantly, it's the Latin invasion taking over Montreal's Plaza Vogue on March 2nd. Uh, on the line, we have a comic who, uh, quite the list of credits here. He's done, of course, Montreal's Famous Just for Laughs Festival, uh, New York's Live at Gotham, Jimmy Kimmel Live at Midnight, all over the place, really. Vladimir Kamano is coming to Montreal. Daniel Torado was saying this earlier, how it's sort of... It, things have changed in a way that, you know, comics that are of whatever background, you're quote-unquote, you know, you're a, you're a Latin American comic, you're whatever your background is, you're not really... You're, ju you're just a comic who happens to be that versus the old days where it was like, well, okay, I'm a Mexican-American comic, I have to specifically talk about these stereotypes. For you... Being a comic, do you feel a responsibility right now being a comedian and sort of representing your own community in a way to talk about the stuff that's happening right now? Um, you know, I, this is, again, a lot of this stuff is like cliche, but there's something powerful in telling your own story. Um, for whatever reason, maybe, maybe it's a part of the human condition, but when you tell your story, it helps other people, but it also heals you. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you as a, I'm sure you as a radio guy, you tell your story about getting on radio, and that story of you getting on radio has the same has the same ups and downs as someone else pursuing comedy. It's just that it just shows up differently. So you're required to tell your story. Like I don't think it's a thing of like Latino or or um, whatever. Like if, if you happen to be Latino, you're required to tell that story. You know? Yeah. Um, Italian, you're required to tell that story. That's that's your job. The challenge is that you have to do it in a way where your, your humanity shines through. Like, you surpass any kind of ethnic boundary. You surpass any kind of Italian thing or Mexican thing. You, t you tell your story in a way where it goes, man, that guy, that guy struggled through something and he made it out. And I'm going to use that to, to tell my story. So then somebody could look at it and go, well, they did it. Why can't I do this? Yeah, or they man, came from that. Why can't I? Exactly. Yeah, bro. yeah. Exactly, bro. And then it just, it's just a different flavor. You know, you come from a... Uh, I'm from Dominican Republic, and the flavor is different. The seasoning is different. The Spanish is different. The music is different. The culture is different. And it's just a, it's just a great way of telling the story because nobody wants to hear the same story. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Star Wars, Star Wars is great, but we need a, you know, we, we, we need a Black Panther. We need a, we need a, a Good Will Hunting. You want the, you want the story to show up differently. You can't eat pizza every day. I That's right. Pizza, but sometimes, you know, what I mean, pizza's great. I love Italians, but sometimes you want a little burrito. <laughs> <laughs> You know <laughs> well, that's I mean? a perfect tie-in too. That's so true, though. That burrito. 
variety. That's right. That's the spice of life, baby, right? Yeah, man. You can't just eat all, you know, you can't eat uh, General Souls chicken all day. I love General Souls chicken, but sometimes you want a nice little, uh, nice little matzo ball soup or something like that. <laughs> that's um, right. I love this. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> so true. I love, I love pastrami. You know what I mean? Sometimes you want a little, a little, a little Schwartz. We're going to have I mean? so many life quotes out of this interview. Yeah. I'm telling the you right now. Church of Vladimir. The church preach, Atlanta, brother, baby. preach. You know I mean? <laughs> when I come to Montreal, we'll, we'll, afterwards, we'll, probably, we'll go out, we'll get some, we'll get some shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your first time in Montreal, Vlad? No, he's done the festival. No, no, he's done the festival, right? That's right, of no, course. I've, 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 done, I've done the festival three years. I did it three years in a row. Okay, but this three is your first time coming in, like, winter. Yeah, bro. Bundle up, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Bundle up. I mean, you're from the Bronx, right? Yeah, you kind of, you've had a taste yeah, of it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, See, we're bro. in Toronto. I'm, I'm we're definitely... about four hours, five hours south. We're a little warmer, but Montreal's a different beast. I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. I've worked, I've worked in Edmonton. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's okay. more, Boom, that's more where we'll I'm from. It. I wouldn't yeah. even set foot yeah. near that place. I'm from like the hey, south. Nothing against Edmonton. Love it. Just it's really cool. <laughs> it's freezing up there, bro. I've yeah. done shows up there. My God, because uh, there's a club up there that I work at. And uh, dude, I, thank God, thank God for cars and buildings, because I literally go from the building <laughs> to the car, car to the building. It <laughs> is brutal. When you so one more time, one thing I want to ask you before we wrap up here is when you come, you know, I mean, you're out on stage everywhere. You're doing clubs, doing festivals. You've been in Montreal before. You're doing auditions. When you come to do a show like this, like the Latin Invasion show, that is more sort of, you know, ethnically skewed, it's this Italian-Latin crossover show, do you find what the audiences give you, the energy you get from them is different? Because they're coming out and sort of seeing themselves on stage? Dude, every show is different, man. That's the, that's, the, that's the scary part about doing comedy or anything or radio. Whatever. Every show is different, dude, because you don't know. God knows what happens before they got to that show. Maybe there was traffic. Maybe there was That's right. Storm. Every day is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think to walk in with the expectation, like, oh, I'm going to see, I'm going to see my people, you know, uh, and we're going to have some fun, dude, Latins or Italians, if they have a bad day, they'll let you know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you got to walk in there with your, with your, with your toes on, you, you, you know, you got to be on your toes. You got to be listening. You got to be present. People paid for a show. And, uh, you know, the energy is always great, but you always got to be mindful of like, all right, I'm, I'm, here, I'm here for these people. They pay for the show. Let me, let me give them a good time. Isn't that the beautiful thing of stand-up, too? Because you can, you could be going and just working on something new at a mic somewhere, or you could be doing, you know, a 2,000-seater in a theater somewhere. Any single day that you get up and get up on that stage could be your best or your worst set of your life. And then the next day, it starts all over. It's brutal, man. And it's almost like, it's almost like, a, it's like, a, it's almost like God checking you. Like, oh, you, you think you're hot stuff? <laughs> let, me, let, me take you, let me take you to this Latin Invasion show <laughs> and, 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 and humble you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just accidentally just completely summed up what stand-up comedy is. It's God checking you. And oh. listen, listen, this, it's going to be a great show. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. You know I mean? But I, I always, I'm a professional, so I always go in there with... Uh, with a sense of gratitude and a sense of like humility, like you know, if I don't if I don't stay on my toes, this can go south. That's a beautiful way to look at it, Vlad. We're looking forward to having you back in Montreal, man. March second at the Plaza Vogue, Latin Invasion taking over Montreal. Uh, we'll see you then. Thank you again so much, man. Thanks, thanks a lot, brother. Appreciate it, man. You guys have a good day. You too. Love you, buddy. Thanks for doing this. Oh, look, dude. Thanks for having me.
Anytime. Anytime, man. All right, we'll talk soon. And now for this week's comedy listings. And don't forget to check out ComedyRecords.com for the latest releases from all of Canada's top comedians. And if you're in Toronto, check out shows at Comedy Bar. Check out ComedyBar.ca for upcoming listings. And, of course, Yuck Yucks Comedy Clubs all across Canada from coast to coast. And, of course, you can follow us on Instagram at InsideJokes640 and on Twitter and Facebook at InsideJokes. Don't miss the Italian bad boys of comedy, Latin Invasion, Saturday morning. March 2nd at Montreal's Plaza Vogue. Thank you again to all our guests today. And of course, keep it tuned in right here to Global News Radio 640 Toronto for the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta.